listening to The Rob. <laughs> Anybody! And Dawn Show. Call Rob. Anybody! And Dawn at 888-989-9811. Or listen online at radradio.com. We got this email from uh, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. She says, today is my amazing husband's uh, 50th birthday. Oh, it's oh not God. too oh, bad. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's good. Oh, it's old. Oh, it's old, Oh, it is. my God. <laughs> she packs a lot into this email, actually. She says, I'm hoping you wish this guy a happy birthday for me and our soon-to-be, hello, 20-year-old daughter. Okay, back <laughs> off, grandpa. Mm. Oh. Mm. That's what they were looking for from you. She mentioned it, so it's fair game. <laughs> he works hard. We have that in common right oh, now. Oh, boy. Oh! <laughs> but he finds time to play hard as well. He used to come home telling me what he heard from the Rad Show. I used to listen, then I stopped for a while, and then I heard Queenie, and now I'm addicted. Oh, oh my gosh, because of me? Uh, if you could please wish Donald a very happy 50th birthday, and thanks for giving us an amazing life. I would be grateful. Love your wife, your daughter, and your two bitches, Kona and Lily. P.S. Thanks for the referral to Dogwoods Resort. Oh, yeah. Oh, she just got everything in there. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday. I will punch you in the face. Uh, we were talking about Dogwoods earlier in the week, and then uh, and Gina's the new owner who took over Love for her. Teresa. Gina's a maggot. She found Dogwoods uh, because she listened to the show. Always wanted to, to do that, and then Teresa said, I'm out of here, and Gina took over, and just this morning, Gina's, Gina's revolutionized Dogwoods and modernized it and taken it up a notch, oh, and yeah. this morning I got my reminder email about Maestro and Scout's uh, reservation for Thanksgiving week. Uh, oh, this week. It just comes in, and I go, oh, look, there it is, all set. Yeah, I love when that happens, and then also I got this um, reminder from them, this is usually what you get from your vet. Oh, Hank is due for the yearly yeah. shot. And I was Ooh. like, oh, and you know, he just got it. Because so you, can't, you can't come. Yeah. Your dog can't come. No. It. It's very, it's yeah. very cool. Uh, okay. 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 So a couple of emails here about the pressure cooker. We got a winner. We're going to play uh, Master Movies at 9 a.m. for a $50 gift card to Fire Up Sports Lounge. We'll be doing this uh, all this week and through the end of November, uh, 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Keep getting qualified to win a Christmas cash. 500 bucks to one winner. Uh, so uh, Jan wrote in. Uh, okay. Did a good job with the way she wrote the email. She says, Hi. I could be completely wrong, which she is, Aww. which she oh. is, <laughs> but I thought you said she answered six questions, but then you said that she got two wrong. Huh? Please don't be mean to me if I'm mistaken oh, and you read this. Oh, what a sweetie. Very good, Jen. No, seven. She got seven questions, and yes, she missed two, so she did get five right, so she won. Uh, and then Johnny, mm -hmm. you know, Men. I, I just, I don't. It's one thing to have Dawn's reaction of whatever it is, disappointment or, or whatever. It, it's it, This is just a totally different one because this is one of the questions she missed. Johnny says, not to be rude here, and then he's going to be mm -hmm. rude. Oh. <laughs> but how does an adult U.S. citizen not know who was responsible for the attack on Pearl Harbor? Are you kidding me? Do, do you never talk to people? Do you ever watch Man on the Street stuff? People... People couldn't name right now who the current vice president of the United States is. That's almost always been consistent since since uh, Jimmy Carter's administration. It's about 25% of the common person can even tell you that. Well, I know exactly how it happened. You don't like going to history class, and you make somebody else do your homework for you, <laughs> and then you just don't pay attention. You just turn your homework, and you just go without learning. All of those things, some people just forget for the same reasons. They don't care. It, it, it's, it's the beauty of, of where we live. We are more than welcome to be as educated or as, or as uneducated as we want to be about anything that has to do 
Yes, with our own history. That's why it's always been a, a, a joke that, like, usually immigrants know way more about our country yes. than we do because they have to study so much. And people in other countries know so much more about our history. I don't want to say than every American because, of course, you have plenty of Americans that study our history. But so many than, that don't. And we don't have to. That doesn't make you an American or a non-American by not knowing this stuff. In fact, you're an American because you were born here or you became an American citizen. You, you, can, you, you could make the case. <laughs> That because we're so apathetic and ignorant, it's led us to the problems that we have today. That's for a much more deeper time and, and, a, and, a, and a, a much different type of conversation. But they have replicated the man on the street thing where they go, they, they walk the streets of New York, they'll walk the streets of Detroit, they'll walk the streets of L.A. And then they'll do the same thing in London and Rome and Spain, Barcelona. And they know all of the answers they, uh, to, to current American events yeah. and historical American events. And we know none of them. We don't know anything. And, and, and Dawn's right. We don't have to. It may not be a good thing, but it certainly is. It's not, my problem with him is he thinks it's so uncommon. Yeah. How does somebody not know? Most people don't. But it also goes to an, another level because when you're talking about... Yes, different conversation. We can have a deeper conversation, whether it's, you know, for our own detriment or not. And the answer would be the same, though. That's part of, uh, uh, of the country we're in. The answer would still be the same because we don't force these things on you. We're not like countries that force that you must know. That is not how we were designed. It goes to when people are like, well, then we sh or, or we should force, right, military. No, that's what makes us so beautiful that you actually volunteer to fight for your country. You volunteer to either know about your country or not. That's the beauty of it. And it is the argument <laughs> that leads so many countries to not be free because they, and, and yeah. 20, 30 years from now, they might point to America and go, see, when you let people be free, you destroy a nation because we're headed, we're certainly headed down a very ignorant, apathetic path, have yes. been for decades. Yes. And so a lot of people go, see, you can't let people have all these freedoms. We need a totalitarian leader. <laughs> oh, we do God. need to force these things on them. So that, I mean, that would be where the bigger <laughs> conversation would come in. Yeah. But what's the answer? Don's right. Yeah. The answer isn't to then change the country no. that you're in to forcing people. I would rather us be free and end up stupid. And ultimately, maybe not even a country anymore. But hey, we well, have that 250 that. years well. of freedom. <laughs> Only 39 days to go until Christmas morning. Oh, that's exciting. Thanksgiving's in nine days. Oh. And 89 days until the Super Bowl, which is also the day before Valentine's Day, so there's going to be a lot of fights. Uh, Instacart has just released their first Thanksgiving most forgotten list of the things people tend to forget about. They polled over 2,000 Americans, and then they looked through shopping data from the last two Thanksgivings, also looked at last-minute items that people bought out of panic, like in the survey. And the number one thing people forget to buy is the cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah it's because you don't want to buy it. You're usually buying it for one pain in the ass. <laughs> Hi. Your, your aunt or queenie. It's like, and it's not important to you, <laughs> no. and you forget. It's like, like, oh, we got to have it. Uh, by the way, no surprise here, the item that we are least likely to forget is booze. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dear Lord. Top of the list. Of course. <laughs> also, we're going to get through the day without it. Uh, other things people forget, uh, spices like rosemary, thyme, things that you uh, might need for the turkey, napkins, uh, pie crusts. 
Potatoes? Oh. How do you forget potatoes? Oh. Uh, plates, decorations for the table. That's stupid. Oh, that's oh. stupid. You don't, get, <laughs> they're in the way. I need to put the platters down. You can have both. Yeah, Move that. it looks so cute. So dumb. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> dumb? Yes. Yeah, so unless you've got Christmas decorations up, it's dumb. I prefer Christmas oh. too, but yeah. Thanksgiving. You could go outside and pick up some leaves and put them on the there, table. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Wow, all right. Look at all this dead stuff on our table. That's fantastic. Oh, it's green. Yeah, fall. Isn't dead. <laughs> Fall is yellow and red, and yes, some shades of brown. Fall is literally the season oh, of death. Oh man, winter is death. No, fall is called the season of death oh, in okay. the arborist world. All right, well, because you would know all of your trees die because you have to study everything. Well, no, actually, this one I didn't study. I just uh, happened to have. I'm at meeting with my arborist on Thursday. He's a listener. He's a friend. I've talked to him about it. We, he was out at the house a few weeks ago, and he happened to say, "Oh yeah, well, we're in the season of death now." Perfect timing. Just <laughs> came. Uh, Sheesh. That worked out for you. Did you guys exchange greeting cards? <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Now I'm going to have to get him one when he comes Seasons back out. greetings. This week. Um, <laughs> I don't care about that today. Uh, Maybe some other day I'll do that. No. Okay. Yeah. You ever wonder what they are or not hearing? I bet they do. The people in the, yeah. the, in the mics. Like, was that mine? The people in the mics? Yeah. <laughs> Is that, is that, is that our, those the maggots? Are those yeah. The okay. Well, I mean, like, they're not in the mic. That would be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. but they're just, like, through it. Yeah, this is just, this is one of these stories that it, 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 it seemed interesting when I printed it out. And then I, I, I had it yesterday. I said, I don't want to do this. And I, I, this morning I was ready to do it. I'm like, eh. But what is it about it that you don't want to do? Is it, is it like... Tone. Uh, I, I think, we, okay, we had the goddamn horse meat thing. <laughs> <laughs> then we just had the goddamn lecture on being an American. I'm like, can we, okay, just, yeah, yeah, can we yeah. just have some fun? Because right, there's, yeah, there's no. an element of Agreed. of not fun. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That okay. so, it's, it's good you lead the party. You're so good at this. Uh, you are. You. Especially especially when I just say out loud, no, I'm not going to do this thing. That's a really good leadership. Uh, let's do some turkey mail here. If you have a question... Want the perfect turkey? Send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. You can email us rad at radradio.com. We got this note from Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Uh, says, I wanted to ask when I brine my turkey with your 2021 proprietary blend of the rad turkey brine. Can I use a bottle of the Rad Pickle Juice? I'm most likely going to use a mix of chicken stock and water with my brine, and I wasn't sure if adding a bottle would make any difference. Oh. Absolutely. You might, you might want to, it depends on how far you want to go. Remember, this is the trick. Uh, if you want to make a copycat Chick-fil-A sandwiches, you marinate the chicken in pickle juice. Oh, um, so depending on how much of a difference you want to make, you might want to use more than just one bottle of our pickle juice. But that it's excellent. It's got the vinegar. It's got the salt. It won't overly salt your bird. It'll add a little bit of flavor to it. Um, and I would think it would be a, 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 an excellent thing to try. You might want to experiment on how much pickle juice you're going to use before doing it at Thanksgiving, which I know you only have nine days to, to go. But if you need our pickle juice, you can go to radradio.com. You can go to the Stupid Store. Superstore, actually. Thank you very much. We will ship it to you uh, along with, if you want, some Bloody Mary mix and some espresso barbecue sauce. But if you're like, well, wait a minute. Thanksgiving's nine days away, and I don't know, USPS and, you know, posted. Fine. While you're at the stupid store. Super store. We have a list of vendors. And uh. a bunch of people in northern and central California and northern Nevada carry our food products as well. And although, keep in mind, that's the the, the, the year-long food products. The pickle juice, the Bloody Mary, the espresso. When you go to the stupid store. Superstore. And you see a vendor listed that sells pickle juice, that doesn't mean they have turkey brine. Because there's only, what, four or five left that have turkey brine. Um, and. 
if yeah. that, and we're not even sure because literally J&K Lamas yesterday was down to less than two dozen yep. uh, in Fallon. So uh, the, the turkey brine is only available at those very few vendors. We suggest you call them first, and then your last chance to get any turkey brine will be this Saturday at Brinapalooza, which is at Strikes Unlimited in Rockland in their uh, giant event center. We'll be there from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Live music with the Stormcasters, an on-site maggot mall with little Charlie. He's ah, not little. He's not tall. He'll be selling all of our fine products, including ah. the turkey brine, cocktails, uh, beer, eh. wine, turkey sandwiches. Uh, all the details are at radradio.com. Uh, all right, this one is from uh, Megan. Hey, Megan. Says, my fiance and I had Friendsgiving. Hi, engineer Bob here. Oh. Rob's tired of being tired, so he's asked me to step in. There is no such thing as Friendsgiving. <laughs> Eating food with people you like on a day that is, in fact, not actually Thanksgiving is simply called dinner with friends. That is such a pet peeve of mine. I, I hate that so I much. It. We have to have a damn name or label for everything we do. God. Do you like a Galentine's Day when a bunch of girls go out oh, for Valentine's I Day? Love Galentine's Day. That's, that's not a thing. Although, but oh. see, that bothers me less because Valentine's Day is made up. Yeah. And, and stupid. And Galentine's Day is more fun than Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, it is. Um, that, to me, that feels like the opposite of the International Federation of Sports Fans. It's like, it's not my lane. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day is for broads. I'll think of some rules. I mean, like, there Valentine's Day used to be so <laughs> important to me. And I realized it's because I had such terrible boyfriends. Right. And it was the only time they'd be nice to me. So I made such a big deal about it. And now I'm like, I'd rather do Galentine's. I'm sure that it's not universally true. But in my experience, the only people that are excited about Valentine's Day are in horrible relationships. And that's been consistent throughout my entire life. Well, I've been in a lot of horrible relationships, but <laughs> I have I am similar to Valentine's Day as I am with Christmas, where it's not about the day. I just love the season and I love the oh, stores around the season. Because red and pink is one of my favorite color combos. I just yeah. find it to be so... Um, like cutting edge and just kind of unique and, and avant-garde in any facet you put it through. And then you add all this mylar and it's, it's romantical and there's something <laughs> kind of whimsical about it um, <laughs> that it makes it even cooler. And there's a lot of metallics in that season. It's just, it's wonderful. It's very pretty. But I don't, I don't care if somebody gives me flowers or not. Well, I've been to a few friends' givings and I don't like them because it's only the people that invite you that their friends are showing up. So I don't know anybody else when I get there. I only know like the people of the house. So it's not any of my friends. So it's not even really a friends' giving. No, it's more like For a, you. hey, yeah. especially people. Since that's not a thing. There's no such goddamn thing as friends' giving. You are meeting up at a house with other people. It's a mixer. You're yes. Thank you. God. The turkey. Uh, Megan says we put the turkey in the brine mixture for about 10 hours. Holy bleep, it was so tender and moist. Yeah. My fiance can't cook very well, but with that brine, his turkey was amazeballs. Oh, good. All right, way to throw a little shade at your fiance. Damn. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, this is from uh, David. That's great. Hi, David. He says, I just wanted to write in to compliment you on your amazing turkey brine. My wife planned what she was calling a Friendsgiving for us last night, which I promptly explained to her is not a thing, and that the great and wise Rob has declared that such events are simply turkey dinner with friends. Oh, God. I believe she did flip me the bird for this. <laughs> Pun intended, I guess. Which seemed fitting as I was looking forward to prepping my trial run turkey. I brined a bone-in turkey breast. Oh, that's a great place to put your bone. Oh, boy. Oh, damn it. Poor turkey. I know. Even dead. Uh, Poor thing. <laughs> 
is it time for me to tell the story of the very first porno I ever saw where the guy was uh, giving it to the raw turkey? It's a holiday tradition. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 there's a cooked turkey, or there's a raw turkey, and he's in the, he works like at a deli or something. Oh, or, and uh, and he's, he's pumping the, the turkey. Hold on, hold on. And then, and then when he finishes, he puts it on a sandwich that he, then the girl eats. And that, that was my introduction to porn at, like, 14. So that oh. may explain why I am how I am. <laughs> so you, you're you old. So that means you had to go find porn in, like, an uncle or a dad's closet mm. or under the bed. Um, who had this turkey porn? You did, there's no way you went to the store and bought that. Fortunately, though, I, I did have friends who were older. So we, we had a couple of 18-year-old friends who took us to the local. This is even before Blockbuster video. You just went to some corner store and you could rent... VHS tapes, and we all thought, hey, raw meat, that sounds like a really good porno. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. And, and also, again, this is, this is the mid-80s, and laws were not laws like they are now. I know. You, you, you know, a bunch Jesus. of teenagers walking into the adult section, nobody said anything. No. Oh. Like, no one said, I mean, just years earlier than that, my husband was able to go up to the corner store and buy cigarettes and beer and just had to say it's for my mom. No, it's uh, David says, uh, back to the uh, non-Friendsgiving, uh, bo- the bone-in tur- Oh, that's what did it, yeah. That's, that's got us off track. <laughs> <laughs> I brined a bone-in turkey breast mm, using half of the brine packet for about 10 hours, and after rinsing it well, it was slathered in a Memphis barbecue rub and smoked for about three and a half hours. It was so juicy. <laughs> All thanks to your great product. I am 100% confident that the turkey breast that I make on Thanksgiving will be chosen over my mother-in-law's dry-ass turkey. Oh, boy, it's a competition. It's really bad. And oh. that Rad Radio is the best in the universe. Oh, God. <laughs> you won't be her favorite. I don't think he cares much. <laughs> based on that. Uh, okay, this is from Steph. Hi, Steph. Says, I have a 17-pound turkey that I'm going to brine with your awesome concoction. Awesome. I would like to be able to add in some apple cider vinegar to the mix, but how much should I use? I'm going to be using broth with the brine. If that matters, I plan on smoking the turkey, so I don't know if that would matter to the amount of vinegar either. Uh, I the because when you, it's a, similar to the pickle juice because you're adding in extra salt for one thing. So when with both the pickle juice and the vinegar, the apple cider vinegar, which I have one of, in the Rad Radio cookbook which is at uh, maggotmold.com. One of the six different homemade brine recipes that I have includes, there's one with apple cider and then there's one with apple wow. cider vinegar. Um, and uh, vinegar's great for brining, but remember, it's adding in a whole bunch of that salt uh, as well. So I would brine it for less time than the hour per pound, and I would probably use half of a bottle, uh, you know, a standard big bottle of apple cider vinegar. I'm guessing I would use half. Look, this is all eyeball stuff. This is all experimental so, uh, stuff. But when you're doing stuff like this, like with apple cider... You are then ending up with some kind of flavor, right? Well, this is she's asking about the vinegar. She's asking asking about right. apple cider vinegar, which is definitely going to provide an, a very nice flavor in the background. The apple cider is in and of itself when you use that in the brine, it it doesn't really come through as much. That's Why do really more. Do it then. I, I I do it because it's a nice subtle thing, and then I but then I also inject apple cider into oh, the turkey. Okay. Before cooking it, some that. people think they can. Notice the the taste. I, I I haven't noticed that, but maybe other people's palates are more refined. Oh, <laughs> uh, here's a cute girl question from Heather. Oh, hey, Rob. She says, uh, "Do you have any tips when it comes to barbecuing a turkey? Should I put it on a in a tray or just lay it on the grill grates?" Oh yeah, I wouldn't know. 
Yeah, put it. You put it. Cook it in a roasting pan because if nothing else, you want to collect all of the drippings, mm -hmm. and you don't want them all going into the fire. And there's no reason to get the grill marks on your actual turkey. This is one of my preferred ways of of cooking a turkey, and the, you can go get one of those those tin foil roasting pans that you normally use, like uh, like on a, on a grill, but also get one of those meat racks. One of those little trays that you can put poultry on so that it could sit above the juices. It might swim a little bit on the bottom, but you want it, You don't want it drowning in its juices while it's barbecued. Yeah, it will get soggy and it will stay soggy and your skin will be gross. See, see, growing up, my father, God rest his soul, he would barbecue, but he'd never go in a kitchen because he thought only women cook in the kitchen. That's it. But men barbecue. So I just always grew, I grew up with that mindset. But now I think it's, I mean, I think it'd be cool to learn how to barbecue. And I used to think it was weird when a girl knew how to barbecue. It is. <laughs> uh, this you think us, it's weird if yeah. a girl no, barbecues? It yeah. it's mainly because you're, they're, they're no good at it. Uh, oh, with rare I, exception. I have no idea, but I think it'd be cool to learn. No, thanks. I'll handle the grill. <laughs> oh my God. Man means fire. Fire means man. Uh, then we got this question oh, from Rachel, Dad? which actually ties in. Uh, she says, I just found out I am hosting Thanksgiving with additional family members at our home. Oh, lucky oh, you. Oh, wow. They just, God. just invited themselves, Th huh? That's rude. We have, I know, and who would think family would be rude? <laughs> we have one small oven, which will be dedicated to our rad brine turkey. Guests are bringing dishes which may need to be cooked or kept warm. Can I use my gas grill and set dishes such as casserole or baking dishes safely inside the gas grill? It does have a temperature indicator, and I'm hoping to control it at a low Temperature. If this is possible, what temperature should I set it at? To okay, look, this is why I, why I put these two emails together. Grills, when it comes to like cooking turkeys or anything, they're just ovens. That's all they are. They're literally ovens when you've got the lid on. So whatever you would do with your oven to keep these dishes warm is what you would do to keep them warm or make them warm on the grill. So I'm thinking 350 because that's safe for all types of dishes. You know, some dishes, when you get over over 450 degrees, they'll crack. They can't handle the temperature. But when you cook a turkey on the grill, it's no different than cooking it in the oven other than you get the grill flavorings. But that's, yes, you can absolutely use your grill as the oven for all of these side dishes that you probably didn't ask for nor want oh, from your family members wow. you didn't ask for nor want. Yeah. Okay, so a barbecue is the same as an oven if when the thing is closed. Mm -hmm. Women belong in the kitchen. Ergo, Argo, Ben Affleck. Women can barbecue. <laughs> Very good. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show.